Wednesday morning broadcast. Well, as I mentioned, our uh, wonderful friend, New York State Assemblywoman Neely Rosig is with us live via telephone. Uh, Neely, of course, is a uh, New York State Assemblywoman representing the 25th District of New York State, and uh, that includes a lot of communities dear to us, including Flushing and Hillcrest and Fresh Meadows and Bayside. Um, and Neely was born in Yerushalayim, believe it or not, yes, and she is the only, as far as we know, the only serving member of government in this country who was born in Jerusalem, Israel. Assemblywoman Neely Rosick, shalom, welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom, shalom, thanks for having me back. A pleasure. How have things gone in the early part of this session of the New York State Assembly? Well, I can tell you, it. we've been off to the races, and um, so much has happened in the last couple of weeks, which is exciting and very different than business as usual. Um, and in fact, it's so busy that I'm actually still in Albany, surrounded by snow. <laughs> so I hope New York City weather has has treated you be- better. But well, we we uh, we dodged a bullet yesterday, but uh, <laughs> up at Albany they don't have the same luck. Look, uh, the bottom line is what you just said. Uh, I think sums it all up. We're used to inaction. We're used to we're used to the brakes being put on on any type of movement up there in Albany. It's interesting that you say that since the beginning of the session, it's felt like a lot's been happening and that uh, a lot has been accomplished. I, I assume you mean a lot's been accomplished in addition to just happening and uh, uh, and different things being debated and passed. Absolutely, and you know issues that you and I have long talked about, just you know as as issues that were on the back burner for many, many years, um, now actually have a chance of getting discussed and and coming to the forefront and being debated on the floor. Um, And I'm really excited about that opportunity. Um, It's a whole new Albany, and there's a whole group of new legislators who have hit the ground running and, and it's an exciting time as I mentioned. Well, yeah, and as you know, there's uh there are people in this audience who are happy to hear that and there are people in this audience who are sure. uh, who are skeptical about the direction that Albany is taking, but I guess we need to give all of that a little bit of a uh, of a chance to see how things go. Um well, you have been one of the more outspoken public officials in this country, frankly, for those who follow you on Twitter and uh, notice your uh, your public statements and reaction uh, to what seems to be an epidemic of anti-Semitism, at least public statements that seem like anti-Semitism from certain legislators in the United States. And and we asked you on this morning to get your, again, you're born in Yerushalayim, uh, you, you, you get the whole thing when it comes to our community and our community being a target. We brought you on this morning so you could uh, give us your impressions of of what this national scene looks like to you and what you think both you as a public official and we as regular people might be able to do in reaction to it. Yeah, and and you hit the nail right on its head. I mean, hate crimes and anti-Semitism have been on the rise, not just nationally, but right here in New York. And what I've prided myself on is really focusing on any and all of the issues surrounding that that don't get enough attention. Um, I mean, just last week, the yeshiva in upstate New York was vandalized with swastikas and set on fire. Um, that incident hardly got any coverage, right. likely because there were no fatalities. And Nachum, you know better than anyone else, right, until Jews started getting shot and, and murdered regularly in Europe, 
France to, to Denmark, you know, mainstream media didn't really report much about the rise of European anti-Semitism until Pittsburgh. Many didn't think anti-Semitism in America was a serious issue either. Over the last two years, I've really tried to highlight this issue, all forms of hate crimes that are on the rise um, and anti-Semitism that we see in our midst, because if we don't root it out before there are fatalities, you know, it's going to be really, it's really bad for our community. So here, uh, just if I can give you a couple of examples, um, you know, earlier this year, we uh, worked on getting anti-Semitic license plates off the roads by sending a letter to the DMV. And and these were vanity plates purposely done by people who wanted to spread hate. Right, basically. Yes, absolutely. I mean, they are self-proclaimed neo-Nazis. Right, right? they wanted wanted to spread certain messages. They took advantage of the fact that, that when you order a vanity plate, not everything is caught. Exactly, exactly. And and incite hate, right? That is the whole purpose of, of what they're trying to accomplish. Um, for two years, we've been asking the president to appoint a special envoy to monitor and combat anti-Semitism. I sent multiple letters over the years. Last week, Elon Carr was finally appointed to the post. So that gives us hope that something will happen. Um And just last week, I sent a letter with Senator Brad Hoyleman from Manhattan to New York's Division of Criminal Justice Services. Um, They have not reported or put out the report on hate crimes in 2017 and 2018, where we saw a tremendous spike. Hopefully, in the next couple of weeks and months, we'll get these reports and put them online um, because they actually provide essential data for not just legislators, but policymakers out there, advocates, and the general public to see what is going on. Um, And in all of these instances, you know, that's why I focus on hate crimes in our community. That's why I introduce legislation to implement hate crimes training for law enforcement agencies in New York, which we've spoken about on your show in the past. Um, And it's why I continue to bring people together in coalitions and roundtables with community leaders from across New York um, and across communities, because this is such a critical issue that we are seeing is not going away. It's going to get worse. Assemblywoman Neely Rosig is with us, New York State Assembly, representing Queens. Um, okay, and the other issue that uh, that I alluded to is that there are certain public officials of the Democratic Party in this country that are making statements that, that seem uh, anti-Semitic, uh, that conjure up old images of uh, the way people... Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry about that. That conjure up old images of the way people throughout history have viewed Jews and have spread rumors about Jews... Uh, I know that in some cases there have been some apologies issued. Some people question the way those apologies have been handled. We'd like your impression of this whole situation. Listen, I, I don't think it seems like anti-Semitism. It is. Um, I think we can all agree that she has repeatedly used anti-Semitic tropes, either intentionally or not, and that is deserving of condemnation. Um But I think also if we're serious about confronting anti-Semitism, we need to be willing to see it even within 
neighbors or political allies, people on our side, people on the other side. Um, we just have to have a united front in combating it, right? The comments that were made this week by Representative Omar, you know, are are really egregious. But when Steve King, who is also a representative, uses um, or makes comments that are in line with neo-Nazism and nationalism, like those also have to be condemned. Um, and so I think we have to look within our own party and be willing to confront it when we see it in others as well. Do you think that it was pressure, in her case, do you think it was pressure from fellow Democrats that, that got her to... Uh... Uh, to try to change her uh, pu- public pr- her public image uh, uh, at the moment this week? Do you think that, I mean, I, the reason I'm asking this is because I'm wondering if someone like yourself, you know, state legislator, you know, we, we get that. It's not, not a member of the United States Congress. We get that. But a state legislator and somebody, especially with your background, if, if you would express to her or make a, uh, a public statement or even, I don't know, maybe, you know, write a letter, uh, to her, to leaders of the Democratic Party, by what she's done. I, I mean, from our vantage point, that would have a tremendous effect. Do you feel the same way? I do, and I try to do that within my own body as well, within the own, our own legislature, um, because people have to reconsider their their stereotyping, their presumptions. They have to be open to learning, and we have to be willing to do that amongst our colleagues, right? or in either party, and we really have to be opening up the conversation, the learning, um, because we need to have dialogue, right? Like, that's the only way that this is going to get better. Yeah. Um, but certainly when, when, when I see it at the local level, at the state level, at the national level, like, I'm going to call it out. That's just how, how we have to address it well, at this point. Because we know you the way we do. We had a feeling you would say that, and we are thankful to you for that um the um the average person uh the regular people like ourselves who don't hold public office also have to react also have to send letters also have to make statements also have to utilize whatever public forum they have uh in order to uh, participate in combating these uh these types of statements and these uh uh these false anti-semitic comments and i'm sure you would encourage everybody listening to not just rely on people like yourself in public positions, but the average person out there, the regular person out there, needs to uh, be active in this as well. Absolutely. I mean, making a phone call, sending an email, it's not trivial. It actually matters and has an impact. And I would say one of two things. One, it's important to call it out when we see it and when something bad is happening, but also to be supportive of those advocates, legislators, or neighbors who are doing the right thing on Israel, for the Jewish community, um, even sending, you know, a tweet or an email saying, thank you for standing up for our community. Um, We like to hear that as well, right? Not just when something's going wrong, but also when there's something to celebrate. You know, um, Assemblywoman Neely Rosick, uh, we've met, we've met students in city colleges in New York and I'm giving this example specifically because it really has happened. So it's not a general thing. Um, it's not a hypothetical thing. Uh, we've met students who enjoy a nice social life on their college campus in New York City until they reveal at some point that they served in the IDF. 
And and we've had situations like that where they literally are ignored by people who had become friends with them because they were dis- it was discovered that they were members of the IDF. I wonder if you have had any encounters with people because you're such a personable, friendly person. I wonder if you've had encounters with people um, where uh, where weeks or months later that friendship changed because they discovered you're originally from Jerusalem. Has anything like that happened to you? Not to me personally. I guess I've been fortunate enough um, and also open enough about who I am and my identity. Um, I would I would say this. You know, when I went to New York University, it was a very different feeling than what students probably feel right now. Um, that dynamic on campuses has shifted, and it's really unfortunate that that occurs to students who are you know, just trying to do the right thing, make friends, study, get get up on their academics. Um, and it's a really big dynamic shift since I went to college, and that's something that we have to really fight for um, and take responsibility for and maybe even legislate on. Yeah. Uh, great having you on. You, uh, you, you got... You <laughs> You, you got the right perspective, and it's always great to hear it because uh, we, we we wonder we wonder what some of our public officials are thinking and doing, uh, whether it's in Albany or anywhere else. And it's great to uh, great to speak to you. I hope, hope everyone's doing well in Queens. You're going to visit them this weekend or not? <laughs> I will be around. Yes. There you go. Well, I'm going to give you an early Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom, and thanks for having me back again. And I'm going to remind everybody that your name stands for Netzach Yisrael Lo Yishaker. And um, and thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks again. Neely Rosick, she's amazing. Assemblywoman from the 25th Assembly District in New York State. Born in Jerusalem, Israel. Pretty amazing. Wednesday morning broadcast. More coming up at JM in the AM.